Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 98 of the Membership Guys podcast. Thank you so much for downloading this episode and for spending a little bit of time with me. Today, we're talking about trials. Trials are a very effective way of increasing your membership sales because offering some form of free trial gives you what Jay Abrahams calls risk reversal. A trial can help move someone who's perhaps on the fence, maybe they have some doubts, maybe they're not convinced. It can move them from not being quite ready to sign up just yet to being willing to take your site for a test drive knowing that there's very little risk to them because they're not paying anything up front. They have that period where they get to prove that what you are promising is actually delivered on within your membership. And the great thing about using a trial like this is that it gets people over that initial hurdle of signing up. It gets them in the habit of logging into your website, consuming your content, and exposes them to how great your membership is. And then once you have them in there, it then becomes easier to convince people to stick around as a full-time member. Now, we have already discussed trials here on the Membership Guys podcast all the way back in episode six. If you haven't been with us for that long, don't worry, there'll be a link to it in the show notes. And we've covered it in a number of different blog posts on themembershipguys.com and in courses and so on inside membersiteacademy.com. But today, I really want to look at some of the more advanced tips and tricks that you can use to make your membership trials far more effective, not only for attracting more people to them, but also to improving the chances that those people will then stick around once their trial is over. But before we get into that, I want to take this opportunity to remind you guys that this show is brought to you by MembersSiteAcademy.com. MemberSite Academy is the number one resource for anyone looking to plan, build, and grow a successful membership website. On top of all the awesome courses and training material that we have, we also have a whole bunch of member-exclusive perks and discount. We have monthly live member Q&A calls. We bring in guest experts in all sorts of different topics to help you really round out your education. And all of this is backed by the most supportive community of membership site owners you'll find online today so if you are serious about making your membership site a success you need to head on over to membersiteacademy.com check us out and come join our community all right so let's talk more about trials and the advanced ways in which you can make them work better for you now the first thing you want to make sure that you're doing if you're offering a trial is you want to take a look at your onboarding process Every membership site needs to have a good onboarding process. This is the way through which you induct new members, you show them around your site, you make them feel welcome and you ensure they get off to the best start. So assuming you're already onboarding your members and if you're not, you need to get on top of that now. Then the first thing to do if you're looking to make your onboarding work better for you when it comes to trial members is ensure that all the beats of your onboarding, the emails you send, the messages you send, and all of that sort of stuff is fully aligned and timed 
to the actual trial period. So if you have a trial period of only two weeks, you want to make sure that through your onboarding, you are showcasing your membership as best as possible. You're ensuring that everything you want to say and everything you want to get members to do, all the information you want to provide, all the different support emails and so on, that those are being sent within that trial period. You shouldn't be holding anything back in terms of highlighting key features or recommending content and so on till after the trial. You want to make sure that you are putting your absolute best foot forward during your trial period so that when it comes to the end of that period, those new members are as best informed as they can be about how to get the most from your membership. They are aware of your best content, of your most useful features, of how to get support, how to use your site and all that sort of stuff. You can make sure people get off to the right start in your membership, especially if you've got a trial, then you stand a far greater chance of actually hanging on to those people once their trial is up. And of course, as part of that onboarding, you need to have specific activity that's centered around the end of that trial period. So again, if you're offering a 14-day trial or a 30-day trial, as you get close to that period, you need to be reminding people that their trial is coming to an end. Now, when it comes to trial, you can have it so that it automatically charges people their first payment after the trial, or some people have it so that the trial runs and then it simply ends, and if someone wants to stick around, they need to actively sign up or actively choose and then input their payment details in order to continue to be a member. We'll talk a little bit about that in a moment, but that's going to affect what you actually put in your onboarding process. So if you do have a trial that's set up where you are automatically billing people at the end of it for their first monthly payment, then your onboarding process, you need to still make sure you're reminding people that that's going to happen. What you don't want to happen is people signing up for a 14-day trial, forgetting that it's only 14 days or not really understanding that they're going to be rebuilt, and then they have the shock of you taking $50 or $20 or however much it is out of their bank account. They get angry at you, you've got to process a refund, and the whole thing falls apart. Some people are hesitant to remind their members that, you know, you might want some money from them. But it's far better to remind people the trial's coming to an end and if you don't cancel, if you do stick around, you're going to be billed. It's far better to remind them and risk the chance that that might prompt someone to cancel than to hope that they don't notice or to hope that there won't be any problems and keep quiet about it then potentially having the headaches of someone not expecting you to take money off them and then causing problems when they realise that you have. So if you're automatically rebilling people still as part of your onboarding process, as you get closer to the end of the trial, make sure you're telling people that this charge is going to come. It also gives people the opportunity to make sure that they have money in the bank, to make sure that their card details are correct and so on, and this will reduce the chance of failed payments when the trial actually ends. So it's definitely a good thing to do. If you have a trial where you're not automatically rebilling people, then the ending period of your onboarding process during those 14 days or 30 days needs to become a little more promotional, a little more sales heavy, because you want to make sure 
that as soon as that trial period ends, people are taking action in order to continue being a member. So you need to make sure people understand that their access will end at the end of a certain period. They need to know how to continue on, make it simple and as easy as possible. Again, don't just rely on people figuring this stuff out for themselves or rely on them hunting down the details about where they have to sign up if they want to continue. Make a point of telling them what they have to do, giving that big call to action and encouraging people to sign up as a full member once their trial is done. So let's talk for a second about the whole automatically rebilling versus leaving it as a manual process. We actually had a discussion inside membersiteacademy.com this week from someone who was concerned that having a trial that then automatically bills people at the end of it was going to put people off. That the idea that that subscription would just automatically kick in unless they didn't cancel was going to be a discouraging factor. It was going to lose sales because maybe people would be worried that they sign up for a free trial, they forget about it, and then they get billed for something they weren't intending on sticking around for. Now, first and foremost, I think that's probably, it's a wrong mindset to have. You don't want to have the mindset whereby you're assuming everyone signing up for a trial is only planning to stick around for that free period because you simply need to have that confidence in your product. You need to know that, yes, okay, you might get one or two people who sign up never intending to become a full member and purely just doing it because they can have a couple of weeks for free. But in 99% of cases, when people sign up for a trial, it's not because it's free. It's simply because of the alleviation of that risk, that risk reversal we talked about before. But for sure, there is definitely an element whereby if you're looking at a sales page and you see there's a trial and you understand that that's going to automatically bill you at the end of that period, when we talk about the risk reversal side of things, there's certainly a greater amount of risk reversal if you say to someone, you have a free trial and if you don't want to continue as a member, you don't have to do anything versus you can have this free trial. If you want to stay as a member, you don't have to do anything. But if you want to end your trial, you'll then need to cancel. It's obviously two different scenarios. There's greater risk reversal. There's less chance of something going wrong and all that sort of stuff if all someone needs to do is simply nothing should they decide they don't want to stick around. What you can do to kind of alleviate that and to take that out of the equation is to directly address the question of, well, what happens if I don't want to stick around? Actually put something on your checkout or on your sales page or on your frequently asked questions that says you can take the site for a test run for 14 days or for 30 days and if you decide it's not for you, simply cancel before that time is up and you won't be charged a penny. We've actually been involved in projects where we've increased conversions by not only mentioning that on the checkout, but by recording a little GIF. I refuse to call them GIFs, but a little GIF animation, which shows a mouse pointer clicking on the actual button inside the membership that you would click on in order to cancel. Now, one example in particular was a membership where it literally only took two clicks so you clicked on one button to go to the cancel page there was of course your obligatory are you sure you want to cancel please don't cancel and all of that but then if you want to go through with it simply a case of clicking a single link and it's done so the process was really really easy and the fact that we were able to show that process so you could do it as a gif you could do it as a video you could do mini screenshots just along down the right hand side of your checkout page literally showing that if you want to cancel your trial and you don't want to continue as a member, not only 
do you have control of that? So you don't even need to email us to ask uh, to end your trial. But also, it is the easiest thing and the quickest thing in the world to do. Little things like that can help alleviate any concerns from someone who's thinking, okay, well, a trial's great and all, but I don't want to be charged at the end of it if I change my mind. So there's a tip on how to improve the conversions and to make sure that the notion of automatically rebilling doesn't become a discouraging factor. Something else I want to quickly mention is whether you would have a free trial or a paid trial. Now, make no mistake, a free trial is certainly a lot more attractive to people because there is literally zero risk. However, there's a few things to take into consideration. First and foremost, if you charge someone a nominal amount, so a single dollar, then the mindset shift because someone's giving you money versus someone just signing off for something for free there's a little mindset shift there in terms of how people perceive your membership how people perceive what they're actually signing up for and that can sometimes and quite often in a lot of cases that we've observed and tested that can lead to much higher conversion rates for people going from the trial period to full-blown members so that tiny little difference a single dollar can change the way in which people view and approach your membership and the type of people that you actually attract. On that front as well, the fact that you would need to take that dollar in payment, that ensures that obviously someone has input their credit card details and you are proven that those details work, that they are correct and they are valid by charging that single dollar up front. So again, that can decrease problems with failed billing when the trial is actually over. There's also another factor, which is a purely technological one. Most WordPress membership plugins, and we know that a lot of our audience are running their membership sites on WordPress, and indeed we do for our own site. Most membership plugins, even for a free trial, from a purely mechanical point of view, they still need to take card details. That is because if you're setting up a subscription and you're using PayPal or Stripe or any of these things, they still need the payment details somewhere in order to rebuild at the end of the trial period. And so those details have to be taken up front. Now, if someone is a little bit risk averse and they see that you've got a free trial, but you want their credit card details, sometimes they're going to think, well, hang on. This is supposed to be free. Why do I need to put my card details in now? So perhaps they think that you're trying to trick them or rip them off, but actually you and I know we're doing it because it's the only way we can technically do it using the membership plugins that we're using. But if you start trying to explain that on the sales page, then that's going to distract people. It's going to put them off and all that sort of stuff. So making your trial a $1 trial instead of a free trial, again, it removes that as a factor. So that's just something to think about. Now, getting back to onboarding and how to make sure that your whole initial member experience is geared towards improving your conversions from free trial to full member. Now, what you want to also make sure is you get close to the end of someone's trial period, as well as highlighting the fact the trial's coming to an end and all that sort of stuff. You also want to make sure that you're signposting the future value inside your membership. So you're letting people know what's coming up inside your membership, what new courses or what new content's being added, what new features are on their way, what training's coming up next month, and so on and so on. You should always be setting that future pace, signposting that future value of your membership, because this then changes the decision about whether someone continues on as a full member or whether they let their trial expire. 
It creates that pain of disconnect because the decision about whether to stay then not only becomes based on what they've had during their trial, but they also need to factor in what they're going to miss out on. So if you're actually showing them if you leave, you're going to miss this specific course, which is coming next month. You're going to miss out on this live training session we're doing in a few weeks' time. You're going to miss out on this awesome feature. If they can put specifics to the things they're going to lose out on, it totally changes the nature of the decision about whether to stay or whether to go. And you can take this up a notch by offering something like the ability to book a one-on-one -on -one welcome call with you. So you might want to have it so that every new member of your site can have a 10 to 15 minute one-on-one -on -one call with you via Skype or via Zoom or something like that. And there's all sorts of benefits if you want to do something like that and if you're in a position where you could do something like that. But what you could do as part of this pain of disconnect is you can make it so that people can only book that kind of thing after their trial is done so you can give them the ability to book in a date now during their trial but the dates that are available for them to speak to you one-on-one -on -one would all fall after their trial is over so with a lot of systems if you use a system like calendly for example and there's a whole bunch of different online calendar tools or online booking tools calendly in particular it allows you to set what is essentially a buffer so you can set it so that anyone who goes to make a new booking can only see available slots after a certain window of time. So if you know you've got a two-week trial, you can set that window, that buffer for new appointments with you through the booking system you use for these one-on-one -on -one calls. You can set that window to two weeks so that even if somebody signed up today and they hit that button to book in their one-on-one -on -one call with you, they would only see available slots from two weeks and onwards. So that ensures that not only are you only spending your one-on-one -on -one time with people who have actually become full members, but also, again, creates that pain of disconnect. It creates that reason to stick around beyond the trial. And of course, if somebody did book in their one-on-one -on -one call and then canceled their trial, then naturally, they don't get that call because they're no longer a paying member. And I can almost predict that a whole bunch of you guys would have tensed up when I mentioned the possibility of doing anything one-on-one, -on -one, these sorts of one-on-one -on -one calls with your members, especially those of you who have quite large memberships or who have started memberships specifically to move away from doing anything one-on-one. -on -one. But you can put little twists on this, whatever works for you. Something that can work well as part of an onboarding strategy is to have group webinars group induction sessions for your new members where maybe twice a month everyone who's joined during that period of that month you give them the opportunity to come on a group call so you can answer any questions you can make sure that everyone's getting off to a good start so if you want to do something like that there's two ways of doing it first way you could do it exactly like we talk about with the one-on-one -on -one calls you have it so that you can only book onto one of these induction sessions two weeks in advance so you're ensuring anyone on those calls 
have all passed the end of their trial period or so on. Or you might choose to do these sort of sessions during that trial period just to give you the opportunity to address any problems, answer any questions and improve the chances that someone could stick around. So again, it comes down to those two sides of the coin, really making sure that people are getting off to the best start during their trial, but also future pacing and signposting that future value beyond the trial so it becomes a no-brainer for someone to stick around. If you want to really amp up the urgency around that trial period, you could even go so far as to have a countdown timer on your website where it actually shows people how long is remaining of their trial period. This can be especially useful if your trial is not set to automatically rebuild because literally someone's trial access is going to run out. So if that's the case and you're not automatically billing someone for their first payment at the end of the trial, then you know you could get fancy and you could show this countdown timer alongside messages like you have X amount of time to enjoy this feature. You have three days remaining to complete this course and so on and so on. You probably need to get someone to help you custom code this. There's a bunch of different countdown timers and stuff. But if you can have like a few different random messages. So every time someone sees that counter, they've got that same countdown timer, but those accompanying little messages X amount of time until this, those rotate. So again, you're getting that dual thing of ramping up the urgency, letting people know that they need to make that decision if they want to continue accessing it. But also, it just highlights the different features and the different things and really communicates the value that someone's going to get within their membership. Now, if you are automatically rebilling, you could still use something like a countdown timer, but you probably want to go a little bit softer with it because you're not pushing people towards a decision. You're just letting people know that there's a timer on their indecision in a way if someone decides that they want to continue being a member they don't need to do anything so you don't need to push them quite as hard towards not doing something you want to push hard if you've got to get someone to take action and in the case where you're automatically rebuilding people the only time they need to take direct action is if they want to cancel but again just in the spirit of making sure people aren't taken by surprise by that rebuild you could have just a little note somewhere on the dashboard of your membership where it lets people know you have x amount of days remaining on your trial um, if you want to remain a member you don't have to do anything other than just enjoy the membership and the content and your membership will automatically upgrade to a full membership unless you cancel and maybe you even have the cancellation link there just so that there's no chance that at any point someone can come along and say well I didn't know how to cancel you just billed me I want my money back so on and so on now of course that sort of thing really pushing up the urgency around the end of the trial assumes that your trial is a one that ends. You can totally flip the script on this whole thing and offer an endless trial. So when you're doing a 14 day trial or a 30 day trial or however long you want what you're dealing with there and what you're offering is unrestricted access for a limited time so you give someone access to all the different elements of your membership so they fully take it out for a test drive but the limitation is on how long they can do that before they need to become a full member so it's unrestricted access for limited time you can turn this around and instead offer restricted access for an unlimited time so rather than giving someone access to everything for just two weeks you give people access to a limited amount of part of your membership a basic level of membership that is free forever 
So this essentially creates what is called a freemium model, where you have that basic free level of membership content of community access and so on that draws people in, it gives them a reason to sign up, it delivers them a certain degree of value, and it gets them in their ecosystem consuming everything that is available to free members. But once they're in there, it becomes so much easier to expose them to what's waiting for them if they choose to upgrade to becoming a full member. You can do the whole thing whereby if you've got a big list of content then you can have the items that are premium that they need to upgrade to a full membership to unlock you can have them signposted in some way with a little icon next to them you can have it so that when they click on premium content it takes them to a page that says sorry this is only for paying members click here to upgrade the point is once you get people in your ecosystem consuming the basic level of membership it becomes so much easier there's so much more room to prompt them to upgrade to full membership and this is something that you've seen companies like copyblogger for example really make good use of that free membership level that gets people logging in gets them consuming your stuff and enables you to expose them to the other ways in which you can help them if they upgrade to premium membership now all of what we're talking about here is relying on people actually using their trial. But no amount of signposting future value of refining your onboarding schedule and onboarding messages, countdown timers and all that sort of stuff, none of that will matter if someone who signed up for a trial doesn't bother logging in during that trial period. That happens, and it probably happens more than you realize. So a killer strategy for tackling that is to actually track whether someone logs into your membership site during their trial. And if they don't, to find a way to offer it to them again. So this could be if someone doesn't log in during their trial, it might be for a million and one different reasons. Chances are they probably either forgot about it or they simply didn't have time, something else came up or so on. So if that happens, you could either offer for them to be able to start their trial again. So if you've given someone a 14-day trial, they haven't used it, right at the end of that 14 days, you could send them a message and say, hey, we noticed you didn't get a chance to take our site for a test drive. Click here if you want to reset the counter and start your 14-day trial anew. Or you might offer to extend their trial. So again, if you've offered someone a 14-day trial and they haven't logged in, around about day 12 or day 13, what you could do, send them a message and say, we notice you haven't logged in. You only have one day remaining. But if you click here, we'll extend your 14-day trial to a 30-day trial. So that gives you more time to be able to log in. And you don't have to do this right at the end of the trial period because if something major has come up that is distracting people, that's taking their time and so on, then it may be that just giving them an extra week still isn't going to get around that problem. So you can choose to either offer that extension or that restart of the trial at the end right away, or you can choose to leave it a few weeks or even a month or two before you go back and say, hey, we noticed you signed up for trial way back when, we noticed you didn't get a chance to use it, so here is your opportunity once again to take it for another shot. And it's becoming more and more possible to do the tracking that is required for this sort of strategy. Systems like Intercom can monitor the activity of your members and identify people who aren't logging in or haven't logged in, and then even automatically send them the emails if they haven't logged in during their trial period. 
You can create automations in systems like Active Campaign that essentially do the same thing. A little bit more technical to set up, but once they're in place, again, they'll monitor whether somebody's logged in during their trial, and if they haven't, they can fire out whatever emails you want whenever you need it in order to be able to offer someone that trial again. And you know, you don't even need to get fancy with all this stuff. You don't really need the technology. Most membership plugins will show you the last time somebody logged in, so the last login date and time, and usually it'll show you the number of logins. So you or one of your team members or virtual assistant could quite easily just manually get a list of names twice a month or once a week or once a month, and then round those all up and just directly manually send those guys a copy and paste template email. But however you do it, this just makes sense. If you're offering a trial in order to showcase your membership, let people take it for a test run and use that to convince them to sign up, then if someone hasn't used it at all, you want them to do it. So of course, if someone hasn't used it, we want to find a way of getting them to actually use it by giving them another opportunity by extending their trial or so on. And if you really want to make this strategy work, then what you would probably do is perhaps you alter the length of the trial for the second time round. Maybe you change the onboarding process so you're not just sending them the same emails again because even if they haven't logged in, they'll have received your first batch of emails. So maybe you take a different tact with that second bite of the apple on the trials. Again, just find a way of making this stuff work for you. Okay, so just to recap what we've talked about in terms of how you will make your trials more effective. First and foremost, you want to coordinate and align your onboarding process, the emails you're sending, and so on with your trial period to make sure that trial members know everything they need to know to make a fully informed decision about whether to stick around, that you put your best foot forward, you've showcased the best of what your membership has to offer, you're avoiding any surprises around the trial expiring or around a rebuild charge going through and you're just giving the best possible impression that's going to make it a no-brainer decision for someone to continue on as a member so coordinate and align your onboarding if you're worried about automatic rebilling or anything like that putting people off from signing up actually show people how easy it is to cancel before they sign up put it on your sales page put it on your checkout page so you can put a big line through that concern that's going to be running through your customer's head if they are worried that they're going to sign up for a trial and then they're not going to be able to change their mind later consider a nominal fee for your trial instead of offering your trial for free first of all to give members skin in the game but also to overcome any objections that might come from somebody being asked to input their credit card details when you're promoting your trial as being free ensure that your membership site signposts the future value in terms of new content new features and so on and possibly even schedule big value items like one-on-one calls and so on until after the trial so that you're only giving them to paying members and that you're creating that huge pain of disconnect that again is going to factor into the decision over whether someone sticks around beyond their trial period utilize things like countdown timers and other on-site prompts to ramp up the urgency especially if you have a trial where there's no automatic rebilling at the end of it you might even look to flip the script and have an endless trial in terms of offering a free level to your membership that's available for an unlimited amount of time but it gets people into your membership and gives you a greater chance of convincing them to upgrade to a paid plan 
And finally, make sure that you're actually tracking whether people use the trial period that they've signed up for. And if they don't, give yourself another bite of the apple, offer them the ability to take a trial again or to extend the trial that they've just missed out on. Now, hopefully this has all given you some ideas that you can take from that. What I will say though, is that trials are not a silver bullet. They're more effective for some than they are for others. So as with everything we talk about here, you need to test this stuff for yourself. There is no guaranteed strategy. There is no one size fits all. And if anybody tells you otherwise, run for the hills. My final tip for anyone who's not sure whether you actually want to offer trials and maybe you know, you're not sure whether it's going to work for you. Maybe you're trying to think of how you can test this out without painting yourself into a corner by offering a trial publicly is you could choose instead to offer your trial only to people on your email list. So you have it as a back-end offer. So maybe you only offer trials to people on your email list. Anyone who comes direct to your website, they're going to be asked to sign up to a full subscription right away. But you can send out as part of your initial email sales sequence to your list uh, you can include an offer for a trial. You can maybe offer trials as part of one-off promos where you can get to really tap into the fact that normally there's no way of having a free trial, but for this weekend only or for the next 48 hours, we're giving you the chance to take the site for a test drive and so on. Maybe you reserve your trial as an offer that you put out there on webinars. If you're selling a membership that has a monthly fee, it can be much harder to put together a compelling offer on the back of webinars than it would be if you were selling a $2,000 course, for example. But again, if there's not normally a trial available for your membership, then that could be the hook that you use on your webinars, maybe on your Facebook Lives, maybe tacked on as bonuses to other products if, you, if you've written books or anything like that. You could have a little trial as a prompt for someone to take that call to action. Lots of different ways you could use trials as a way of hooking people in on the back end without necessarily needing to offer them publicly and as well something we talked about back in episode 97 you could offer a trial as a way to tempt back your lapsed and cancelled members too and hopefully after this episode you're going to find that the trial periods you offer for your membership are going to be far far more effective Okay, so that's it from me. Hopefully you guys have found that useful. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. As always, shout me out on social media. Let me know what you think or if you have any questions. Twitter at Membership Guys or in our free Facebook group where we have around 4,000 membership site owners. Go there by typing in talkmemberships.com into your browser. That will redirect you to our group. Or of course, if you're an Academy member, and surely you're an Academy member if you're listening to this and you have a membership site, right? Surely, right? <laughs> if you're an Academy member or if you sign up to the Academy after listening to this, then head over to membersiteacademy.com, jump into the community where we'll be discussing this in a bit more depth. That's it from me for this week. I'll be back again next week with a new installment of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Membersite Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be, 
or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.